when you start looking at the physical tools, the arm talent, the mobility, there is no comparison when we look at Kenny Pickett versus Malik Willis. The thing that Kenny Pickett has over Malik Willis, he's got more games under his belt, significantly more throws, but that doesn't necessarily translate into being a better quarterback than Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, or Deshaun Watson. The 4 O'Clock Football Frenzy. Worst three is the spot. Shadows of Allegiant Stadium is a great spot to watch the draft. If you're uh, not over by the uh, big draft setup with the stage behind the link, bottle specials, bucket specials, partying all weekend long. It's a birthday weekend. We'll get to that. So we wanted a, a true football expert in. Rob Parker's good from Fox Sports National, but if you listen to Sirius XM and especially on the Fantasy Channel, you hear Lisa Ann. And we, we used to do a weekly spot with Lisa Anna a couple of years ago, and her fantasy stuff is great, her football stuff is great, and it is your birthday weekend. Yes, it most certainly is. It just aligns. You know, sometimes the stars align in life, and um, I get to celebrate my birthday along with the NFL draft and see how our fantasy football seasons will look different this year. Yeah, I want to get to the fantasy impact of the first round in a little bit. Um, did you do anything yesterday? I know you've been here a while, right? To go here. and hobnob with NFL players or big wigs in town? I did not. So I got, I got in late Wednesday. Uh, yesterday, I just wanted to get a base tan. I was more worried Stop. about getting tan. Uh, so we <laughs> hit the pool. I uh, went out for a nice dinner with Lindsay. Lindsay took us all out last night for my birthday before we came into the club. I'll be going to this celebrity basketball game tomorrow. Uh, but, no, you know, it's such a hectic time to be here that you know everybody has a million things going on. So stay out of the way. Cross paths, people have fun. Keep it simple. You didn't want to be at Gronk's beach party tonight, huh? That's today. It's happening right now. Okay. I just had somebody offer to send me a car to get over there, and I said, no. I've got to oh be on God. Cofield and Co. Stop. Are you Stop. kidding me? Cofield. I love it. <laughs> Cofield and Co. She walked up earlier with Von Tobel, who, by the way, we don't have a third mic, so now Co's gone. Co's gone. It, it, it makes it look like I do. I'm, you know what? I'm the only one who's going to talk to Lisa Ann. Yeah. Sorry, John. But, yeah, it's uh, Cofield and Co. So I asked John if he was Co. And he, it's a, he was it's very a, It's a normal question, right? John's a big star in his own right. He's on VSIN, the, the big gambling channel. Oh, I love so. VSINs. That is my See? junkie listening is VSIN. Just the betting advice, the Sunday mornings breaking down of each game is like VSIN is like my lifeblood during the football season. Nice. Uh, betting on this is actually pretty big on the draft. Yes, it is. So we, uh, we talk, we're going to talk a lot more about the over-unders and all that stuff because there's obviously all the players who are going to go off the board today, and they've all got – different totals so the draft uh round two i think the mark here like literally no we have the tvs in front of us but uh i think the uh first team is up on the clock and that is tampa bay at 33 remember tampa traded out of the first so the picks yep. coming up are tampa minnesota tennessee and the giants did anything blow you away about the first round you know, only one quarterback going in the first round. I mean, we didn't expect this to be a draft class that was very rich in quarterback, but I think it's we saw so much movement before the draft this year. This is the most exciting offseason. And the narratives have changed so much. You know, when Tom Brady left the Patriots and went to Tampa, in fantasy, nobody wanted to draft him because they're like, oh, it's a new team. It's not going to work. Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford leaves, goes to L.A. Super Bowl. Now you got Russell Wilson has moved. Is it going to be overdrafting Russell Wilson this season? So I think so much quarterback work was done. Baker Mayfield still circling out there. I think the Browns are kind of smart to want to keep him, not knowing how long Deshaun Watson would be suspended for. So this whole like 
no quarterback difference was something that leads a lot to what's the second round going to look like? What's the third round? Because there's still teams that are holding on to quarterbacks that we're not certain about. Well, it's crazy how different fantasy football is versus real-world NFL. I guess it's not different in, in, in reality on the field. Running backs are still important. Yes. But in the draft, in this draft, no running back goes at all, right? right. I think it was like the only the, the second time that happened in the last 50 years or so. Running backs, I mean, is it going to change in fantasy football? I, I still go heavy running back in fantasy football. Because I want to have, I want to have that element I know is going to be there, barring injury, every week, and I still think wide receivers can be up and down. How do you, how do you draft teams now, in twenty twenty two? I really balance because look, we've seen the top five running back picks off the board the last two seasons in a row be taken out by injury, and so here you are, you're scrambling for a, a backup, right? You're using. Brian, you're like going for something. So I balance my draft. I don't go first three rounds running back. Really? Never. Wow, you're if ballsy. I go two, I can't do that. If I go two running backs, because look, you're going to pick up a sweet running back in week four on the waiver wire that just emerged because there was a major injury. If you're always working the waiver wire, whether you need players or not, you're building your bench of running backs that are going to get you through the last 12 weeks of the season. I love how, how well you transition. When did the transition start for you? In, I in never, getting into radio and fantasy football, it is like this is your lifeblood now. This is my lifeblood. Um, awesome. You know, I've always been a huge sports fan, and traveling on the road feature dancing, I went to a lot of games. So I would look at games, then I'd talk to my dance agent. I'll be like, okay, I want to be in Pittsburgh this weekend because there's a hockey game and an NFL game. Like, I tried to do things, and so I got to follow sports. Remember, when I started featuring... You were looking forward to the newspaper showing up. Sports Center was actually a rotation of the same show hour after hour. There weren't a lot of options in a hotel of what to do. So sports keeps you entertained. And I just continued to study and study and study. And now here I am. The real Lisa Ann up on Twitter. Lisa Ann's here with us at Crazy Horse 3. You can hear a fantasy football expert big on the NFL, really getting heavy into betting. I, I don't I don't want to do like deep dive on your career, but I'm gonna add, I do want to get into a couple more questions. When... When did you start doing interviews where you were like, hmm, you know what? I might be able to do this. I might be able to, to be the lead or the second on a show. Probably uh, in the late 90s, traveling on the road and doing morning shows. And so I would just vibe with the show and I'd get in the car and the driver would always say to me, you know, they kept you for an hour. They never keep girls more than 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, we were talking about, you know, the Seahawks or we were talking about the Pirates. So like, we, I would go in this develop. And they're like, they would always at break, they'd be like, can you stay? And I'm like, I'm already up. Yeah, I'll stay. You know, so that was when I started to realize I might want to pursue this. And then just listening to sports radio and, and loving it so much. Well, I can tell you you're a little bit different than a lot of the ladies we've dealt with over the years. Um <laughs> I actually think this is something to be proud of, and it's it's uniquely Vegas. I We were talking yesterday about how many shows we've done at clubs, live shows, and I really have to count the number. It's probably north of two or 300. Okay. Like, there's no doubt in my mind, and I actually I am proud of this because it shows you can do radio shows anywhere, um, and also the clubs are fine. These yeah. Are, these are, there's not something to be embarrassed about. You come, you have a good time. Um, but we've done so many of these shows, but... A lot of times when we would have the ladies on, you know, it, I'd be like, okay, like we had a risk it here. We might Don't blow out. Don't that, swear. Well, that's the biggest Don't thing. Swear. We would okay. blow out the dump button. Yeah. So we have, you have a seven-second delay, and all of a sudden it's just F this, S that, and, like, we all got to calm down. Yes. So. yes. But I, I love that you've made the transition. I think it's awesome on SiriusXM. Um, the first pick in the second round is going to be up here in a second. I just saw 
I don't know what is going on. Chris, they like really integrated Chris Angel into this whole thing the last Well, you know, days. he had the first three picks right, so this is like a big conversation right now. And oh, so, okay. you know, there's these contests every year for mock drafts, and like if he would have done a contest, he would have won like 20 grand because he had them right, which is bizarre, and I guess we do it. It's Vegas, Chris Angel makes sense. But everybody else that worked so hard on this, I was listening to Shefty today on McAfee, and, you know, of course he's bitter that, like, here's Chris Angel just comes in makes the right picks. Right. You know, actually, who really kicked ass? Um, and I made sure to – Tweeted out there, not that, not that I need any favors from him because I, I like Jay Glazer. I think he's really good. He's really connected. Jay was on Fox Sports Radio yesterday, and he was he was killing it, like the first ten picks, right? Because he understood what the needs were for the teams, and he also understands what players are still out there. Look, the Hollywood Brown move was unbelievable. The fact that people have known in the organization about this for a month. And said if word got out, the whole deal's off the table. Yep. He flew here first to like act like he wasn't going there, and then flew to Arizona. To be there for that draft party. That's awesome. Wild. Do you think Lamar Jackson knew? Or is he playing along because he, 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 he sent out a WTF I don't think he knew. I don't, I don't think they were willing to risk it. And, look, we see now with these players' parents going on social media and doing stories or, you know, Odell's dad putting the video together for YouTube. Like, no one can be trusted at this point. So I think they tell as few people <laughs> no as possible. One, no one can be trusted. No one. What do you think of Hollywood Brown now with – Kyler Murray. I and, hope and it DeAndre, makes Kyler. And, and, and I hope maybe it be, a healthy DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe a healthy DeAndre Hopkins. I hope it makes Kyler Murray happy because if you recall, the, the scrubbing of the social media is the new way that players, you know, tell their team they're unhappy. He scrubbed his social media, and maybe this was what he needed to do to get himself a stud wide receiver. But Kyler Murray cannot make it past week ten without being really banged up. Not a big quarterback. He did. He had a great six weeks, first six weeks of the season last season, and then it really fell off. But he's still a top five fantasy quarterback because yeah. of the upside. Because the upside, because the running. Yeah. All right. I'm down with Kyler Murray. I, like I said, I don't so like the, the I don't needs, like the immaturity. The needs but. here are interesting. We still haven't gotten a solid word back from Gronk. We're looking at tight end right now, which is a need for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're up. They also need OL and a DL, right? So they need some line work. If Brady's back, isn't it assumed that Gronk is coming back? Yes. Okay. So they don't need a tight end. So who are they taking? I think he's just enjoying himself right now. They gonna take Malik Willis? No, they don't, I, don't, I don't think they're gonna. They need guys who can help now. Um, who you know? Here's the thing. Who knows who's? I mean, I guess Todd Bowles is gonna be the guy for the long run. Um, I, I could see the Buccaneers trading out of the spot and trading for more value. Gosh. Um, what do they, they have? They've also taken some hits on the offensive line. They so have four. They have four minutes left to do this. Well, we could probably go to social media right now, and the pick is out there. But I, re- I yesterday, that crazy well, that yesterday that's been I, happening. I was yelling at my co-host. I'm like, I don't want to know the picks. I'm, You're, I'm it's old school. It for you. Yeah, I just want to see what happens. But the internet, you know, the internet never fails, and this it is production us. value. They want to get this going, but really, we already know who this pick was. We're just not paying attention to the internet. If I peek, I won't tell you. How's that sound? She's gonna find out. I will not tell you though. Don't, don't. worry. One was revealed yesterday. The second pick was revealed before I. Who have you liked most so far in this draft? In terms of what uh, was selected yesterday or or moves? Um, I like what the Ravens did. I think they're a solid organization. I'm going to jinx myself here, but I think they played the draft correctly for the most part. I'm a Jets fan, so usually this starts out, these drafts start out as days of hope. Yes. And then within minutes or at least weeks, or a year, it's you know you start crying in your beer. I thought they actually did pretty well yesterday, so they yep. got a defensive end late. They got a receiver. They've had horrible luck in the first round with a receiver. Horrible luck. Really, really, really bad. 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see with the Jets. A lot of it depends on Zach Wilson, who sadly in his second year after being number two pick in the draft is still not even a QB2 in fantasy football. It is sad, but it happens to players that go to the Jets. You know what I mean? It just happens. Is, how about is Trevor Lawrence, who I I was so upset. I'm a lunatic when it comes to football. I was so upset when the Jets screwed themselves out of the number one pick and didn't get Trevor Lawrence. And then I watched Trevor Lawrence last year, and I'm like, man, maybe, maybe I was wrong on this. Maybe he's not going to be good. I think he could be great in the right situation. Look, did we think Mac Jones was going to be as good as he showed us and how much better he'll be just from being under Belichick? I mean, that's just uh, leadership there that we know quarterbacks really thrive in that environment. Didn't have a lot to work with. Didn't have a lot of stud receivers. Mac um, Jones is also – he's not a QB1, right, in a 12-team league? No, but he was a great Band-Aid during, like, by Mageddon. Like, I did draft him as my third, <laughs> like, my bench quarterback because when you get into those weeks where everybody's on bye, now, look, you can do your draft and look at bye weeks and not get into by Mageddon. But in a perfect world, I mean, come on, by week three, you've lost four players to injury. So now you're picking up players not even caring what their bye week is, and you're like, oh, by Mageddon's coming. I have not a lineup. I get very frustrated with fantasy football and all the injuries. It's very painful. It is. It's torture that I love. I, I feel yeah, it's torture that I, I do. I feel like it's self-inflicted, amazing <laughs> torture. It is self-inflicted. You don't have to do this. You don't have. To, I, I was in twenty-five leagues last year. Last year. Did you I don't have win? To do that. How many? Four. You won four. Yeah. Okay. Which could have been better. Will be better this year. Uh, but twenty-five is a lot. It is a lot. It are you doing? When do, are you doing pickups? Like, do you not go out on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday night? I don't go out much during football season at all, but of course not. Are you kidding me? I've I, got, I feel like you're ruining your I have a, your wild and crazy image I have a, that you may I have, have cultivated a, I have a notebook years. that says who I would like, you know, and then you you're then you go on Tuesday, Wednesday, and, you, and, you, and then you wake up and you see who did you get. Like, <laughs> you know, like, there's this whole emotional thing that holds you over during the week until Friday. When it's the last practice of the week, did not practice. Is it real? Was it a day off? Okay, it's Friday. If he didn't practice, I got to be worried about him on Sunday. So, like, it's it's a you know, but it's a short season. I've also played fantasy baseball and fantasy basketball, so I took I took off from them both this year. I'm gonna enjoy football even more, not managing a fantasy basketball and baseball team. Hey Ari, I don't know how far behind you are with the TV feed because we're a little off yesterday. Uh, right now. The Bucks pick is up. If you want to throw to it, I think you're probably behind me a little bit, but I wanted to get it on the air. By the way, Simeon Rice is announcing the pick. Okay. Like I said, I think Ari's way behind us. Ari says we missed it. Okay. Ready to go. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. Here we go. And with the 33rd pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Logan Hall, defensive end, Houston! All right, there you go. We'll break it down on the way back. Can you stick around for a couple more minutes? I sure can. Lisa Ann, the great Lisa Ann, the real Lisa Ann on Twitter, is here with us. Before we go to break, um, so it's birthday weekend. How much are you going to be hanging out at Crazy Horse? I will be here tonight at 11 o'clock till late night. Now, when I say late night, I mean, like, I'll probably leave by, like, 2-ish. So let me just prepare everybody for that, okay? I had some people <laughs> rolling in. That's not a Vegas late I had night. people rolling at 3.30, and they're texting me, like, where are you? I'm like, where do you think I am? I just got out of the shower. I'm like, I have elliptic, uh, eucalyptus oil going. Uh, then I'll be back here again tomorrow, Saturday night. I will be earlier, 10 p.m. for a red carpet. Uh, and I'll save it. I'm going to stay till Monday because Sunday is going to be a massive pool party. Nice. 
Very nice. Lisa Ann continues with us. Cofield and Company on the road. Crazy Horse 3. Second round has begun. Defensive end off the board. Uh, defensive lineman off the board. Logan Hall to the Buccaneers. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. I think job number one, if I was them, is somehow, some way, let's get Lamar under a long-term deal. So let's take that pressure point off the table. And, you know, I would candidly bring him in closer and say, hey, like, these are really hard decisions. And I think for key players like Lamar Jackson, like, hey, you're going to be here, but some of your teammates are going to graduate, and here's why. Now back to Cofield and Company, live at Crazy Horse 3. All right, rolling on into the uh, second round of the draft. We'll throw to some more picks as uh, in a couple of minutes. The uh, Jets, check that. Titans up at 35, just take uh, Roger McCreary, a cornerback. So we're hanging out at Crazy Horse. Big weekend, birthday weekend for Lisa Ann. You said tonight 11, tomorrow 10. 10. Yep. You're appearing or you're doing other just stuff? Just hanging out. Okay, you know, I'm good. just here being social. I'll be okay. in the All upper right. level VIP area. You can All come right. over and get a photo with me, do a stop and chat, be cool, don't be creepy. <laughs> you know, pretty simple. I don't ask for a lot. All right? Don't ask for a lot. It's hard not to be creepy, though. You're, you're a megastar. So I'm Why sure is that, it hard? Why is it so know. hard for people not to be creepy? Um, I don't know. I'll tell you what, the greatest experience when I was leaving to come here. My assistant and I were getting into an elevator alone. There was a gentleman behind us, and he asked us if he could get in the elevator with us. He's like, hey, is it okay? Are you comfortable? He got in. I'm like, oh, my gosh, no guy's ever asked me that before. Like, you must know how creepy guys are. He's like, yes, I have two sisters. Like, I know how creepy guys yeah. are. <laughs> well, I mean, elevators by nature are kind of creepy. Right. I'll tase you. Like, I will not stand in the middle of the elevator. I try not. I don't want anyone behind me. So, I, I maybe I'm creepy. I go to the corner. I go to the corner or, like, right up by the numbers once we, you know, dick off. But, yeah, I don't know. The creepy thing is just strange. It's like, uh, it's, it's not it's not a lay down. You know what I mean? It's it's a, it's a bad look. So, you heard it, fellas. And, by the way, ladies can be creepy, too. They could have a crush okay, on you. Okay, we saw one of those at our hotel, by the way. She was really? catcalling all of the athletes that were walking by her. And they were looking at her. They're so appalled. She was very creepy. Where yeah. was that at? Uh, I'm not going to tell everybody where I'm staying. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm sharp. <laughs> sharp. Did you say where you're staying? No. Is that what you said? No. Okay. I said at um, our hotel. I saw. <laughs> I actually saw a photo from a uh, sort of a sports personality media person who was down at Circa, and he, he got an interesting shot of the lobby and probably 20 young ladies dressed kind of provocatively. Okay, maybe a Just, bachelorette party. You know. That could have been it, but he jumped to the immediate conclusion that, hey, there's a lot of NFL players in town. Okay, this is a Super Bowl for the um, workers of that. You sure that's not that. a misogynist angle that he that the guy's throwing out there? That he's assuming that these ladies are sadly gold for him, it's not a good move to say that publicly. That's yeah. something you do a photo, you send it to your friends. We're all treading lightly in this overly sensitive world right now. I think for me to say that, because when we were getting here, I told my assistant, I go, you know, these events are like, you know, they're, they're Super Bowls for escorts. You know, they, 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 whether it's the draft, the Super Bowl, the NBA All-Star Game, every hotel lobby is littered with gorgeous women, right? And, and you know, but he yeah, probably yes, shouldn't have said that. Should we? they could have been a bachelorette party. Now I'm going to go hardcore. We were just talking about not doing news talk, okay. but, uh, but I've always loved this topic over the years. Okay. Should Clark County have uh, legalized prostitution? You know, there's a lot to discuss there, okay? Um, I think 
it's going to be an age thing. You you have brothels, right? But I think 18 years old is very young to make that type of a decision. Uh, It's also, if you're going to do it, then you must do the same thing that you do for the the dancers here. You know, even as a feature when you're coming in to dance in, in, uh, in Nevada, you have to get fingerprinted, you have to get an ID, you have to get a license. Um, it's really about regulating it and then educating. Because if you're going to let an 18-year-old make a ridiculous amount of money and not have any financial wherewithal of what to do with that money, also, are you going to have agencies that are protecting them or are they going to lean on pimps? We don't want them leaning on pimps even though I've met so many women that have told me, like, I couldn't live without my pimp because I know I'm safe because an agency, but an agency provides security as well where they'll sit in the parking lot. It's a safety thing. And it's also something that, believe it or not, the experiences that you see, like the reason I could never do a four pay one-on-one situation is because I feel like when you're alone with somebody, you give a piece of your soul. And so for me to wow. shoot on camera, I feel like what I'm doing is providing entertainment for the masses. It's also providing jobs. There's a cameraman here. There's going to be an editor after the fact. There's going to be a photographer. There's going to be this. So, and this DVD company and these cable people, like it's a greater picture. I've seen girls where when I first meet them, there's a lot of soul in there. And then I don't see them for like two years and I see them and I can see that it's been Ooh. sucked out of them because it's a lonely experience and a lot of them will turn to drugs or alcohol to kind of mask the fact that they're not attracted to these men. Um, and they're just doing it for the money. And no matter what you do in life, if you only do it for the money, it's soul suicide. You are you are killing yourself slowly because money doesn't change life. Your experiences and your relationships do. Now, if I make a transition back to the NFL draft go. off of that, yeah, am I a horse's ass? Not at all. Let's do that this. Was, that, was a great, that was a great answer with so much depth. Thank you. My Lord. Sorry. Well, you don't have to be sorry. Was it too much? I just no, wor- no, I worry no. about young well, women. I, do, I, do I really know. do worry about young women. I do. I, I know uh, a couple of years ago when we talked on a regular basis, and Lisa Ann's with us, that uh, you were doing podcasts at the time. You're kind of talking about am. the industry. And yep. I'm, I'm sure like that's where the conversations go sometimes. Yeah, and also what's great is I started a new podcast called Dudes Do Better, and it's all about people being creepy. And it allows me to interview all the stars in the industry that I've never met, like all the newer, younger talent. And I'm thrilled because now I'm like, I can kind of be like in their ear, like, okay, let's talk about your money. What are you doing? Are you investing? How are you saving? You know, let's talk about your your plan here. How are you doing this? Like now I, I have my finger back on the pulse, and I feel like I can be that, you know, older sister mother figure whatever in their lives so that's very important to me wait is it dudes do better dudes in, do better in the adult entertainment industry no. or just in general we all need to do better it's dudes do better in general it opens with a creeper conversation so i hand select one very creepy interaction i had a week you get and, one every week you can oh use come them? on really? i get one a day and then i have She's a, like i got one earlier in the show and I'm then i have guests i guess <laughs> those would be the stars in the industry and then the end is a mailbag which is even more creepiness because oh, wow. dudes actually do believe that they write to me for a date that i'm going to go out on a date with them do guys think writing an email to a stranger i'm a stranger okay first of all their punctuation is awful sometimes the whole email is in the subject and not there's no body i could never Wait, date what? somebody that doesn't know how to make an email are you kidding me right now? What kind of human am I? Is that is that your number one number Pet one qualification peeve? for guys is grammar? Uh, well, I I will tell you this. You're out. You're out. I don't care who you are. If our first interact, like let's say I met you and you were amazing, and I think I fell madly in love with you, and I don't trust you yet with my phone number, so I give you my email, and you send me an email, and the entire email is in the body. I, I'm done with you. You're dead to me. Done. Yeah. Is that, if you're not doing, I mean, in the subject matter, if you cannot yeah. write, compose an email. 
We have nothing to talk about. Nothing. That's a nerve-wracking email now that people know the standards. The, the, sadly, They're not the, that high, really, like you said. Don't write your whole email in the subject line. Don't, don't be, be creepy. Don't offer me money for sex by email. Okay. Uh, there's so many levels to this, and I get thousands of those emails a week because dudes are that thirsty. And this podcast is where? Uh, it's exclusively on my YouTube channel, which okay. is The Real Sand. Matches all of my social media. Subscribe. Go down the rabbit hole. Watch dudes. The creeper conversations are amazing because it allows me to engage with the dudes that say obnoxious stuff to me because i got to have a back and forth. You know what I mean? You uh, you mentioned something interesting off the air. Lisa Ann's with us here. We're at Crazy Horse 3. I will get to the draft because there's actually a couple of really cool fantasy things that just happened um, in the first, like, eight picks. But you were talking about doing all these podcasts. You know, you're doing serious XM shows. But especially on the podcast, you may be booking people you, you kind of know, but you don't know completely. Yes. And you're now to the point because – so much of your money is just made off of your brand and yes. social media that you do a little research to make sure the person is not an idiot or has been posting stuff that sure. all of a sudden you're connected to. Of course. I don't want the guy that uh, – I don't really want to do a podcast with somebody that's too political one way or because this is, we're very sensitive in this country right now. So that um, disrespectful to other women saying things like I'll, I'll, it'll, it'll, I'll usually go like two weeks and I'll be like, because I don't know how I'm going to get a stranger on track. You know, when you're doing your show and somebody goes off the rails a little bit and you're like, all right, we got to get this back. We got to start talking about the draft. We got to start doing this. I don't know how I'm going to get that person back on the rails and if, I'm, I'm going to be wasting my time. So I will look at that. I do my research because I just want people that can be fun not too serious, and not think that their one tweet is going to change the world. It's not. Lisa Ann is with us. So, in the draft, the Packers did take a receiver. So, well. they take the kid, Christian Watson, who's a big dude out of North Dakota State. So, guess who just shot into, like, a real interest zone come fantasy football drafts in August? It'll be that guy. Because they the Packers don't have a lot of names, so... I think he'll be overdrafted. I I would not draft him, but it is Aaron Rodgers. You might have a rookie go out and you know catch sixty balls for ten touchdowns in his rookie season. You're right. You're right. It is Aaron Rodgers, but he'll be overdrafted. And how much do we really believe in a wide receiver or a tight end their first year in the system? I just don't. It's not really a risk I want to take. But let's say he sits there late in a draft. You'd be silly not to take him. Oh, you always – I always try to take a flyer on, on first or second round receivers yeah, if, me they're, too. if they're available super late. And you won't play them to like week three. You're like, i got to see what this guy does first. I have no confidence. I'm actually I, – I feel, I've almost felt shame during the break listening to Lisa Ann talk about fantasy football because I'm not good at it. And she, she just went on a diatribe. It was positive for like eight minutes during the break. And I was like, man, I, I am stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. We can talk during your draft. You know, you can be texting me I, along I the way. Need, you can I have me on FaceTime, and we'll just well, I'll walk you through. Well, you need to just change the taking three running backs for your first three picks. Uh, yeah. yeah. First five rounds is best available player. First five rounds, best available player. And they always let me down. Like last year, I because I'm in auction leagues. I spent a lot of money to get Austin Eckler. He was awesome. Bless his heart. And then guess and what happens? Injured, yeah. He get it wasn't an injury. He got caught in the COVID like weirdness oh, at the end right. of the year. You're right. He week thirteen. Get, week he couldn't 13. get a negative Clean test. test yep, in time. yep, yep. Week thirteen. That was when whole season. The whole up. season was blown up for the COVID thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> if I so if I email you, yes, and I want to pay you, you don't have to pay me, but not for sex, right? For fantasy, you don't have to pay me. We're that's friends. not that's not creepy. 
No, I, for, it, okay. it, all right. It's all games on. Listen, every one of my friends is either FaceTiming me or texting me during their draft um, because I want my friends to do well, you know? Do I have to juice you in like 20%? Not at all. I just all right. want to be a regular guest on your show, uh, do my Fantasy Football Fridays with you guys, uh, give fantasy football advice. Do you want to do it again? Yes. Okay. All right. I, th- I, 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 um, I was I, at some point, I'm, very, I'm a very weird radio person. I feel guilt about having guests on and not giving them stuff. I understand that, but when I first started doing sports radio, my co-host Adam Ronis said, if you want to get good at this, you're going to do a lot of stuff for free. And you're going to make a lot of new fans and friends out of it. And he was right. I have the greatest right. relationships with people that I look. I'll, no, it's, I understand that because I, I feel the same asking people to do things. But there's something I want to do. I'll meet a new follower on social media that will buy my book. You know what I mean? It all mm-hmm. does work out, okay. believe it or not. Well, we have a connect with Crazy Horse. We do. Right? So we do. we've got the connection. I'm going to mention one last fantasy football point. Um, and I don't know if I like this. I don't want to get too excited. But the Jets actually did take a running back. So okay. Brees Hall from Iowa State went to the Jets, which I think is a little bit weird because they drafted Michael Carter. I think it was last year. Yeah, so. poor kid can't stay healthy either. So what do you think? So now we're gonna now you're gonna have Brees Hall drafted very high. I think a lot of people are gonna assume that's if the Jets can run block though. That's you the know, other problem with the to Jets. To me, I'm looking at the line. There's some teams that I will never take a running back on, and I think uh, the Jets are probably one of them. I want to look at that line and see. I mean, no, not doing that. Not doing this, that. This is what I need during the draft. This is the is advice. What you need. As I'm bidding up, you're like, no, stop. No. Who Please is stop. your team? You're a Raiders fan, of no, course. No, I'm a Jets fan. No, I really am a Jets fan. This is I, why I'm, this I'm breaks New- your I, heart. I'm so sorry. I know. I'm very. I'm, I mean, it's been exciting. Yeah, no. We have gotten four players on the you, top 38, so. I know, because it feels good to be in such a dismal state of affairs in football that you get to, like, really make a lot of picks in the first couple of rounds. <laughs> It's the way it's always been, and there's always hope. So we'll see how it and turns not, out. And no good ever comes of that hope. No, 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 no. And you know what? You're actually on to something. Um, being in the media, I really, I should, I can't really be a fan of the local team. I shouldn't be. But I probably should have just wiped the slate clean with the Jets after, like. You have a great excuse. Right? You have this amazing new stadium. But I'm, I'm an the, idiot. You know, like, yeah, you're, I'm not going to say you're an idiot. Well, that would not be coming from my mouth. But, but I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, And here we are, good and bad, for sure, good and bad. Here we are that when people think of the Cowboys, what do they think of? Jerry Jones. We really need to think about Dak Prescott. We really need to think about our players, you know? Last season, just like every other season, you had so much hope. Things are going great. Then COVID, then injuries, then this, and then it's the same. I think they're going to be good, though. We can only hope. Dak was was probably not 100% yet last year. Probably not. 100% back yet. And uh, I think they're I think they're going to come to the realization that they need to split the carries or start using Pollard more. Than, oh, I love Pollard last year. I mean, yeah. his burst is unbelievable. And why wouldn't you look? As fantasy football players, we do not love a shared backfield, but as an athlete, it's ideal because oh, yeah. you're, sh- you're now you've got this strength all the way through week 16, week 17, instead of you fizzling out by week 11. And if we know what Zeke is good at, we know what Pollard is good at, which is two very different running back styles, why are we not scheming for that? Why are we not using them both? I mean, I get it. I'm there. Okay. See what football does to people, everyone? See? Lisa Ann was a happy person. She had a wonderful career. And And now she's going crazy because of football. Well, you know what? I don't think it'll be creepy. You can just come up to her tonight 
She'll be here at 11. Crazy Horse 3. Talk football tomorrow, 10. And do um, not forget the food is here. So if you are out oh doing God, yeah. stuff, the food at the Crazy Horse is fantastic. It's a 24-hour kitchen. So like, if you're like, oh, my gosh, I want to go somewhere, but I think I need to eat, do not think about needing to eat. Get yourself to the Crazy Horse 3 right across from the stadium and get yourself some food. Lisa Ann, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. We'll let her go. She's got stuff to do. Von Tobel's coming back, and we'll get you updated on what's happening in the NFL draft. Again, this is a great spot to watch the draft today. Uh, we've got dozens of ladies hanging out, and the draft is on all the TVs. Cofield and company will be back in minutes right here on ESPN Las Vegas. Now, back to Cofield and company on ESPN Las Vegas. All right, back here again. You updated on the draft. You know, isn't it funny that uh, Washington football just has not been that good, and they just had two of their cornerbacks go in the top forty? I mean, I mean, your defensive backfield doesn't make your whole team, but Kyler Gordon just went to the Bears at number forty. They uh, they're like a DB powerhouse. Like isn't they, it they ship out DBs every year at the top if end I'm of the draft. Correct, and I should know this because we interviewed him last year with Mark McMillan. Elijah Molden also went to Washington. Uh, yeah. So they've had three like top fifty-five picks the last two years. Uh, by the way, we sh- we will be mentioning Washington the Huskies later on. Uh, they were in on local basketball star Isaiah Cottrell, who left Vegas to go to West Virginia. Lasted two years at West Virginia, went in the transfer portal, and UNLV actually got him today. So that's a big Good victory. Good. We'll get into that in the five o'clock hour. Um, real quick, John, and then we got to pay some bills. And uh, catch up a little bit here. And thanks again to Lisa Ann, a real Lisa Ann up on Twitter. Um, second round so far. So you had Logan Hall, defensive lineman, go to the Bucks. Green Bay takes Christian Watson. I definitely want to get into that. Big receiver from North Dakota State. Uh, McCreary, cornerback to the Titans. The Jets do take the first running back of the draft in Brees Hall. Texans go with a safety. Atlanta takes a defensive end from Penn State. And then the Bears just got... Kyler Gordon, do you like Brees Hall to the Jets? I like that they just used a second round pick on him. Yeah, you know, as opposed to taking him in the first round. I really like what the Jets did in the first round, and you're just now now it's about adding a little bit more in terms of weapons around. Second round has kind of been the the round for running backs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the fact that they took him where they did, yes, I like it. You know, it's funny when you watch college football up close, um, you get different impressions. And I got I got to see Brees Hall up close against UNLV, mm-hmm. and he had a good game. I didn't think he was unbelievable. I was at that game, yeah. The funny thing is I still I still think of all the running backs I saw the last couple of years against UNLV that Ronnie Rivers was actually the best guy and as pro-ready as anyone, but I'm not even sure he's going to get drafted out of Fresno. Yeah. But he's a freaking truck at like 5'9 and 210. Brees Hall is good, and he's big. So he's uh, he's definitely not one of these dudes who's 5'10 and 190 pounds. He's, he's 6'1", pushing 220. 225. All right, we'll come back. Seahawks are up with uh, back-to-back picks. Colts, Giants, Browns, and we're still on Malik Willis. Watch the uh, quarterback out of Liberty has not been selected. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. It's Cofield and Company's eye on sports gambling. I'm going to kill your bookmaker. I'm going to rip his throat out. I will step on his throat until the man chokes. Let me tell you how. Winners, 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 winners. Free, 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 free. Let's do a giveaway right now. Caller 7364-1100-364-1100. Porta subs, tailgate tray, six-foot sub, all chopped up. You can get one of your own at 20 locations, 20-plus 20 locations around Las Vegas. Right now, caller 
Portisub's tailgate tray. Winner also qualifies to win a new Yeti cooler. Thanks to Porta Subs and our friends at Finley Volvo Cars, Las Vegas, 364-1100, caller number seven. So we just had a couple of running backs go off the board. I mentioned Brees Hall to the Jets. I actually like the next guy better. What do I know, right? But Kenneth Walker. Ken Walker. Ken Walker? We're going with Ken Walker? They're presenting him as Ken Walker on the broadcast on ESPN, and I'm kind of surprised because, like, it's – I thought it was Kenneth, but even on their website, they are referring to him as Ken Walker. So I don't know if maybe he referred that or like prefers I don't, that. I don't now. know what you are. Are you a full name guy or not? Me? Because they're stickler. Like obviously, Mike Malone. I don't know why it irks me so much that he he openly correct. It's Michael when he snapped the Cassidy it's Hubbard. It's Michael thing. Malone. Like what are you nuts? I I'm always a short version of the name guy. I it's think, not from being chastised by my mother, Stephen. Right, just I like Steve. I've I think as I've become like in more in my professional life, I think I've referred to like when I introduce myself, I'll say like Jonathan Von Tobel. Also, because my dad is just John, really? and I'm I, Jonathan. I like John, man. I think you're a man of the people. I think Jonathan. It just it comes off as very pretentious. Oh, I mean, in reality, I, I guess I can refer to myself as JVT, but I feel like that's super pretentious. No, I like that. Although most people think we're saying JBT. Yeah, there's some T's. Some people still call me JT. Like, there's times where we'll get, like, interviews, and somebody will try to stumble through my letters real quick, and they'll go, what's up, JT? Stumble through. There's, it's me. three letters. Trust me. Trust me. How hard is it? Um, Kenny White, odds maker, um, famously called me JTV one time when we had him on the JTV, show. JTV, like an humans and I, yeah. Okay. It happens. Yeah. People get nervous, man. People get nervous doing the show. Especially around me. Um, all right, so I like Kenneth Walker a lot. Now, I also mentioned that Ken. I happen to watch him like, bust off crazy runs against my college football team when they just showed one of them for 96 yards. By the way, um, it's probably going to be tomorrow, but Speedy Naylor, who you know played some high school football here in Vegas, another Michigan State guy, mm-hmm. my guess is that he'll be a day three guy, but he could be a value guy because he like, his nickname, obviously, is Speedy. But – Pretty good size and a freaking burner, and we'll see. We'll see how this following this draft is going to be awesome in the years to come to see how many of those wide receivers who a lot of teams spent extra draft capital on to draft between 11 and 18, how many of those turn out and how many third and fourth round receivers turn into productive players as well. Where are you on on Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall? Like I, to me, the way that this game has gone, running backs are so interchangeable. That we'll see. Ken Walker uh, clearly seems to be a very patient running back, willing to let plays develop. They were showing one play where he just stood, stood behind his offensive like line. An, like a, for I was going to say, four seconds. It's like Le'Veon Bell used yeah. to do that, right? I mean, he, he, he was, was really good. The Steeler line, not the Jets. Le'Veon Bell also, it's weird when you watch his college high fights. He was a thick dude when he was in Michigan State, at least it seemed, at least. Um, but no, like if you're, you're talking about the teams that select him, I would also say, you know, when you're. When you're looking at a team like Seattle, who drafts a Kenneth Walker, you know I, he'll get the opportunity, but they'll probably also run him into the ground. So that's going to be a short shelf life there. So yeah, you you wonder what do running backs think when they go to certain teams? I mean, I, I think when you're like, hey, I'm going to get used a lot in Seattle. I could become a big star. Now, if you're thinking about your money, it's almost like you're better off as a running back being the backup. 
and being or being a fifty percent guy for your first three years, busting out in your fourth year, and maybe you can get a big deal, long term deal. Years five, six, seven. And I could be wrong here, but like even a guy like Brees Hall. So we're talking about just these two, for example. In the Jets, I feel I could rather go to the Jets because in the Jets scheme, if I'm going to become the top guy, there's a lot of stuff out of the backfield. Like I'm used in different ways. Kenneth Walker is about to just get runs between the tackles for forever because that's what Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks want to do. And that's really going to wear down his body. So I think there's also a difference in terms of the scheme and the team that you're going to. And with Seattle, uh, you know, those two have a chance to be the lead backs, but at least when it comes to Seattle, Kenneth Walker is going to be a much more traditional back, and I think that kind of stinks. Seattle's up again at 72. Malik Willis, Matt Corral, available all the way down there at 72. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. I, I, somebody, somebody put it on Twitter, and it's great. It, the NFL is letting us know what they think about this quarterback class. Yeah. It's just it's not that good. And to be, I, I will say this. I think with every passing pick for these quarterbacks, it makes the Steelers reaching for Kenny Pickett look worse, yep. I think, with every passing I pick. I didn't like that pick, man. Not at all. Good, you know, good story. He was real emotional, really cool. <laughs> but I I did not like that. That you know, it's funny. When you think about it, the Steelers get credit as a great organization. They are really good at drafting other positions. But in trying to find a backup and the next guy for Big Ben, they utterly flopped yeah. over the last five or six years. Josh Dobbs that's, that's, and Josh Mason Dobbs, Rudolph, and Rudolph. that's why they're in this position now, having to use a bridge guy in Trubisky. And I thought they looked a little desperate yesterday. I do too. When you re, when you look at the analysis and, and the the what Kenneth Kenneth <laughs> what Pickett is going to be, what you see is what you get. We always use that term upside. You know, you just use it to say that this guy can become better than what he is right now. There is a form of this dude as a player that you could see being achieved through hard work and, and crafting of his skills and all. Pickett's that guy. Like, Pickett's just that guy that you're getting. You saw him in Pitt. There were some evaluators, Steve, that said that Pickett, they had a, a six-round grade on him before his breakout year last year. There's one year of good footage with him. Other than that, it's a flash in the pan, and there's really – it doesn't seem – any room for becoming any better than what he really is. And you drafted him in the first round. I love the draft. And I, you know what? I don't mind being wrong. Do I know what I'm talking about? Yeah, probably not. You know, I have a little bit of football knowledge. Um, I do. I love how there is the pushback from some people around draft time where they're like, you know, who knows? We can't grade for five years. What are we going to do? Sit here and not give any judgment call on what just happened? That's what makes a draft great. You're right. It is early. We're not going to know for four or five years. Guess what? You can go back and smash me or John or someone else. You want to pat you know, pat someone on the back. That's why this is great. That's why the NBA draft is great. It's all about speculation. And really quickly, it's not even evaluating Kenny Pickett as a player. It is clear that he would have been available. Yep. It is about value and getting the guys. One of them would have been. One Exactly. Look at the way that Malik Willis is sliding. Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral. Steelers are up in there. 10 picks. Probably you think one of these, the, th the next three guys are all going to go in the next 10 picks? Look what happened with the wide receivers. One went, they all started going. Pickett, he went, no quarterbacks. No, no other quarterbacks went. All right. Big Five is coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're hanging out watching the draft right here at Crazy Horse 3 on Russell across the street from Allegiant.